Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And welcome to the Raw Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by the Dadly Boys of What Culture, Michael Hamlet and Michael Sidgwick, here to look ahead to tonight's episode of Monday Night Raw. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review Raw, but also SmackDown, the show formerly known as NXT Dubai. Oh, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete. Bloody good quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by the Dadly Boys to look ahead to the Raw before WrestleMania. Mega, super excited for this, or at least one thing on the show. Two, actually, but one thing especially. Three hours, you know, that's value for money. Yeah, <laughs> it's value for your time. There is one of them, uh, we don't talk about this enough, viral posts, you know, like the Samojo promo that like, goes around every now and then about how uh, <laughs> WWE's roster was so stacked. We don't talk about this. And it was the go-home show to WrestleMania 18 when you had The Rock and Austin versus the NWO. And I'm very aware that from a historical point of view, that was way bigger than the match we've got tonight. But the idea was mm-hmm. you've put these two massive storylines together and delivered in and of itself a pretty major match that down the line you could have saved or with stakes that you might have saved. And the absolute best thing beyond just booking this match, WWE can do is book a finish too. Mm. I think there's really great arguments for the result for both ways for the main event here of Cody and Solo but I love that they've booked it, and I want to just love it wholeheartedly without fearing that we're going to get a schmoz and a DQ. Of course we're getting a schmoz. Why? Why Why would you not show at the start of WrestleMania week that you are willing to deliver the best pro wrestling in the world for at least seven days? Like, Why would you not? <laughs> why? This is your big week. The most people paying attention. Huge stakes you've established. Like, they put it out front on Friday that... They're both unde- we knew this anyway because we watch all the time. But they're both undefeated. Uh, the stakes are really high either side. Cody's confidence is either shattered at the worst time here, or he gets the win over Solo to prove he can beat Roman too. Like I think you do it. I think you show the guts ahead of making the big calls on Sunday and Saturday too. I think that Triple H is going to beat Cody Rhodes with the assistance of the bloodline, of course, to set up Solo Sikoa as a backlash title Mm. challenger to Cody Rhodes. That's the way I would go to. I want Cody to lose tonight. 
I think that's a wow. more, I just think it's a more interesting result. And Cody's good, Cody's good to go. He's set up. He's ready for Sunday. This is huge for Solo Sokoa. This is what I mean. This is why I'm dreading it not getting a finish. Like a Brett owner, Jason. Yes. Yeah. It's great, great. So that accomplishes the goal of casting doubt over the outcome at WrestleMania, setting up a pay-per-view level challenger in one fell swoop, protecting the undefeated record of Solo Sikawa to establish him as a proper title level challenger. Give Solo the first, like, he's got agency anyway, but this gives... Go on. No, I was going to say this gives him real agency because last week he took a bollocking off Roman and this week he beats the guy that Roman then can't beat on Sunday. Why would I need to take bollockings off you anymore? I did what you couldn't. You mm. know, like, there, there's all of that. And yes, the Usos will help, and there will be an interference. Give but. nerds, like the one sat opposite me right now, the <laughs> fear that Cody isn't going to do it. Yeah. yeah. Proper drama. It's a good point, that, yeah. I um, I think if had this been in the old regime, and obviously we don't really know where we are with the new regime, mm. if I'm honest, yeah, I'd have fully anticipated Usos get involved, Kevin and Sammy get involved, and Postman Pierce goes, oh, bollocks, let's make it a six, man. And then I still don't really know. Could happen too. Of course it could. Yeah. Triple H is... But I'm hopeful. I'm more hopeful the, uh, that w- than what I would have been a year ago, for example, that we could get a definitive result here. Uh, I'm going to p- pick it opposite, opposite just to make things interesting. I'm going to say Cody beats Solo. And Roman, whether he's there or not, I don't know. Obviously, he's going to be on SmackDown this week. It's suddenly like, oh, bollocks, he's unstoppable. Yeah. Well, that's the other end of it, isn't it? That's why it's a really good match to book right now if they follow through with the finish. So the trust comes in. Mm. Mm. But a year ago, you'd be saying, ah, oh, disqualification. Yeah. Because Vince did that exact same thing with, uh, it was it Charlotte Flair? A pay-per-view 100% winning streak was frittered away mm. at fast lane. <laughs> you could do that as Solo Sokoa's undefeated streak could be whittled away. <laughs> yep. Frittered away. The opener. The robber for fucking WrestleMania. <laughs> the opener. If this is if this goes on first, and then they set up the tag main event, it'll be a very disheartening disheartening thing to have at the start of WrestleMania week. That you've done what they would have always done, which is like try and pop two numbers basically, get people yeah. in for the start and then get people in for the end as well. I'd like them just to be earnest and like uh, like use something that they've genuinely achieved here in two unbeaten streaks and a perfect like overlapping of those records at the right time and actually have it count have it be the main event will this match be bloody loud or not yes because people Cody allowed versus Kaiser wasn't I think to be honest I think it's just because for those WWE TV fans and I don't want to generalise but it's the majority of them you can tell by the noise I just think it went a little bit long for their attention spans I don't I know that sounds really <laughs> I know that sounds <laughs> yeah. really patronising but like it was, I loved it. It was a bit of me that match. Like I wanted to see that with him when he's got the a three and a quarter start. When he's got the belt, <laughs> like the you know, like the I, I was used the Hangman Page example a while ago when he was world champion. Like he just like, said, Page versus Takeshita was better than that. Well, he had, Page had loads of matches better than that. But like he was champion, he booked like he worked a match on Dynamite that was like just fine. But he was as world champion. It's like there he is. Bless him, there's a champion, ruffle the hair, that kind of thing. And I like that from Cody, but I just don't think that's enough for the fans. I think they want to sing along with the theme, and then they want to wait to be told, right, get up, because the Crossroads is coming in a couple of minutes. Like, shorter, sharper shocks. Brian Alvarez, who made the grey point, and I'm kind of annoyed that I didn't tweet this. Um, I can't remember what match it was in connection to, but he was, like, kind of ridiculing the idea of the WWE babyface saying, these people didn't come here to watch us talk. They came to see us fight. Alvarez was like, well, actually, <laughs> yeah. 
it's completely the other way around in reality. Whenever they talk and do the verbal jousting, the fans get up for it. When they get in the ring, they don't. I want this match to be loud. I'll be pretty pissed if it's not because it should. You've got a massive undefeated streak, big stakes. This is too big for WWE TV. Mm. The better bloody make some noise. That's what wrestling is. Mm. Yeah, they do. They sell fights that the people don't want to watch. Yeah. They want to watch people selling the fight more than they want to watch the fight. Yeah, but make some noise. Well, uh, speaking of yeah. talking. Uh, there is going to be some talking, no doubt, in Miz TV tonight because uh, he's going to be joined by some legends in Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Stratus, of course, ahead of their six-woman match at WrestleMania. I'm shocked and appalled that you didn't say, speaking of speaking. <laughs> That's all like your jam, did not re-record that one? No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Becky Lynch wants... You're not above that. No, no, I'm not. Thank you. She wants another match. Did you see no, this? I'm knocked now. Who wants a match? Becky Lynch. She wants another match. Have you seen this? You heard about this? What's this? She was. Oh yes, I did see this. Being interviewed by uh, Tommy Tiernan, uh, Irish comic. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, she. That was not without controversy, was it? Was it not that interview? No. Ah, I don't know anything about this. What's this? Apparently, he was saying that you're not a real athlete, are you? Ooh. Ooh. Saying the usual stuff of, well, obviously it's predetermined. Yeah. What is this, 1912? <laughs> yeah. But it's a combination of all these brilliant things. It's sport, it's theatre, it's storytelling, all the rest of it. <laughs> Which you think, all right, okay, I've been owned because it's not fake. And what's the fellow's name? Tommy Tiernan. Yeah, he said the stories aren't particularly sophisticated, though, are they? You can see where it's all going. Like, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the worst person you know made a point is that that onion one. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> folks, where's the lie? I couldn't guess every single phase of the Bloodline saga, of course. Yeah. No, she wants a second match. Apparently, she was. Or this was like a way of her confirming that she was going to be on. This match was going to be on night one. And she was wanting to call herself Becky two fights or something, defend the belts the second night, you know, because who cares? Like, but might the fact that they're in with the Miz is what I'm leading to. Might they throw out a challenge, let's say, to the winner of the showcase match the Ooh. night two? Or be like, in it, or is all the spots accounted for? No, there's the, one spot left. Yes, they could make themselves second. Well, I thought, it did, like, this, you know, the, the SmackDown segment with Ronda and Shane are just getting into the match. Just yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah. All the qualifiers, yeah. and then they just get in. Like, I thought that was leading to a... Oh, Adam Page has put them in. Let's complain to the manager. Adam Page? Adam Pierce has put them in the match. Let's yeah. complain to the manager. And who complains to the manager? He Chelsea Green. Wires crossed there. <laughs> Chelsea Green and, Hang- and Hangman yeah. Page. Chelsea Green and Carmella. And in they go. But that's better. Like, they could just say, well, no, it's not just a showcase. It's going to be a tag title match. So have a night one, night two thing, maybe. Mm. And somehow the Miz being host has the right to sign that match. Yeah. is That that checks out, does it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, I think the only saving of any of this is damage Katarl turning on Bailey after they lose. Yes, please. And two of them are battering her in the ring. Bailey has done this thing that is never going to make television ever, where she just tweeted how, like, the three women that she's up against mean quite a lot to her. So they're making the save when damage Katarl are beating her up. It's quite a nice little moment that salvages something from this dumpster fire of a build and stable. <laughs> and, and turns Bailey face at WrestleMania in the process. Yeah. For tonight, though, some terrible scripted dialogue that goes on too long. I would say so. That ends in a mass brawl. Well, but the thing is, when his hand goes up, their mouths go shut. 
So it's going to have to be a fight, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be surprised. Yep. In terms of like, <laughs> there's a there's a big showcase preview we're going to get onto in a second, and uh, preemptively, we've got the way in to talk about in a bit. Oh my god! Yeah. In terms of some of the other matches, Theory and Cena, Seth and Logan, anything you expect from them tonight, or is it is it it's one of those ones where they might have to put stuff on, like you say, to fill up the three hours, but it doesn't really need a lot more, these matches. No, I've been quite impressed with how they've shared the focus out. All the stories, if you're... Big caveat, because of my esteemed colleague opposite me. If you're really into all of this, all the stories have been fairly well tended to. Like, the, I, I invoke... garden. I, well, it is, you see. I invoke, CM, <laughs> I invoke CM Punk on the SmackDown podcast, because uh, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. On the other side. On the other side. It's greener where you water it. And I think all the stories have been pretty well watered, right? But as a result, there's no angle advancement left. We're like, you've got Roman Reigns on SmackDown on Friday, and you've got the Andrew. Like, that's pretty much everything yeah. there is left to do. There's not much admin. There's the weigh-in tonight, which is nice. Like, that's a good bit of admin to do for a Monsters match. But otherwise, there's no storyline I's to be cro- uh, dotted and T's to be crossed. So, like, I don't mind video packages at this point. Stop being so serious, Edge. Yeah, yeah, I... They, like Edge bringing Gangrel back, say you want to bring your demons from beneath. I've got some demons of my own, but all time they can't go to promo. All time a great fantasy booking moment if uh, Christians come home and he uh, goes down final burial and comes back up at WrestleMania <sighs> through the brood entrance. <sighs> they went to hell. We had to go to hell to find the real demon. I think you know the guy. Christian, it's Christian. <laughs> God, I hope not. Christian Cage in AEW is one million percent better than Christian in WWE. Guaranteed. People love the brood. <laughs> yeah. Why? I don't care. You ever seen that pro- I have no idea why. You ever seen that promo with the three of them? Mm-hmm. And we freaks come out at night. It's rubbish. Edge it? just looks like... Edge is doing a more cringeworthy thing than he does now, and he looks like uh, Nick Bockwinkle compared to Gatwell, <laughs> who, bless his heart, is the worst promo of all time. <laughs> The worst Major League promo of all time, I think. But there's a circle that's on fire, you see, <laughs> and the platform goes up. In terms of your question. They're getting that installed to the code evator anyway, aren't they? So they might as well Ooh. use it for the breed as well. I love how you can watch every single episode of Raw and SmackDown before, during, or after Vince was rumoured to be back. And if that rumour had sort of swirled at any other week rather than the weeks that it did, You'd be able to point to that episode of Raw or SmackDown and go, yeah, Vince is back. Because Triple H always puts something crap on the show because he's an absolute loser. <laughs> Tonight, I think Austin Theory might... Because Cena's not there, is he? They would have no. advertised yeah. him if he was there. Therefore, he is not there. I think that he is going to cut a promo in the middle of the ring. He allows Kony the segment to build to John Cena's match, and it's kind of, kind of a big one. He could put... A what's going to happen? John Cena is always concerned with what is going to happen to me after WrestleMania. What's going to happen to John Cena after WrestleMania? Um, big Photoshop gag on the Titan Tron of a fully bald John Cena crying. Ah. And people are going to go, you know what? That is the hallmark of Vincent Kennedy McMahon. The guy who did blackface and told me to suck his cock has got a way more sophisticated sense of humor <laughs> than that. Therefore, it must be Vince McMahon and Gorilla. <coughs> Triple H can kiss my ears. Uh, I'm broadly with Cedric, basically, on all of this. Like, at this point, like, why mess with perfection? <laughs> We've done it. 
We made it, guys. <laughs> Big league week. Yeah. Four, 400 tickets left in a 60,000-seat arena. That is pretty impressive. Big league week. Didn't they used to do 80,000 in them shoes? No, the stage is too big, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Dunn has his big wank on telly. <laughs> Two nights a year. Um, we'll look as good as the retirement show. Doesn't matter what they do. It's all like North American wrestling stuff that's for screens, isn't it? I want big letters and stuff. Yeah, I want big <laughs> Like big letters. Like big physical letters. I don't even want like, oh, remember. Hey, man, Backlash was goaded back in the day with those... Uh, Pincers. With those pincers. With those pincers. Those scythes. Don't necessarily need that, but I want big giant letters. Remember Edge's big chair? That's spelled nowhere. You could, like, you got on the game, you could go and climb on the chair and then throw somebody off and then they just bounce six times off the floor. <laughs> Best WrestleMania set ever for you? Uh, I really love 17, but I think it was because WWE hadn't been in a stadium for such a long time. It looked bigger. The hottest and biggest ever. Yeah. Um, I, I th- I've got no nostalgia for the show, but there's something about the aesthetic and soundtrack of 33 that just is unbelievable. The we, Universal, yeah. yeah, Green Light by Pitbull. Oh, yeah. How am I nostalgic for a show I didn't like <laughs> by a promotion I'd long since stopped caring about? Yeah, I agree with that. 30 and 38, um, where it's just. WrestleMania in a beautiful, clean design logo. Noah-esque. With the, yeah, with like the number underneath or just the space for the wrestlers to come out. A massive space, you would think, but AJ Styles banged his head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thick bastard. But that <laughs> nice triangular space for them to come out with the gorgeous WrestleMania. Sometimes like simple is great as long as simple is like 100 foot tall and yeah. wide. Like the wish Noah but good. Yeah. Yeah, the 30, I remember being at Mania this. Mm-hmm. 34 looked better. 34? The New Orleans. Oh my God, yes. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, that's my favorite, I think, actually, 34. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, It's a a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. 
Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Uh, speaking of WrestleMania, uh, we've got a, uh, a showcase preview match tonight with a bit of uh, a bit of law going into it. Multiple layers of law, some might say. Uh, obviously, you had the coming together of the Street Profits, Braun Strowman and Ricochet on SmackDown, talking about bald stuff. Yeah, but can they coexist? Obviously, um, but on the other side. You've got Alpha Academy, which is, of course, Chad Gable and um, Otis teaming with Eric and Ivar of the Viking Raiders. So technically, you've got two male models on that team that break hearts without even meaning to, basically. That's I can't remember right, which yeah. one's which of like, you're horrible and then you're all right. It, no, it was, you're cute, you not so much. Was that the running that's, guy? Aye, that's the crack. crap. So we're going to have to have, like, never mind the teams coexisting. Are we going to be asking, can Valhalla and Maxine Dupree coexist mm. on the out, on the outside? On the outside. Because, like, the last time we saw Valhalla, remember she used spooky <laughs> eye law to distract Ricochet? Ricochet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I must have, I must have forgotten that. Ricochet was going down. for like his like finishes six thirty or something, and like Valhalla just stood there and went, Ooh. like stared at him, and he was like, "Whoa, spooky ghost!" And then that was that was the time that the Viking Raiders needed. So Ricochet still hit the move, but missed. I must yeah. have forgot that, which is weird that that <laughs> happened because I've been reliably informed that SmackDown's good. Viking Raiders aren't good. Okay. SmackDown's gutted, but the Viking Raiders are just bang average. Beyond help, <laughs> it would seem. It would appear. It would appear. I like the idea of the uh, the opposite team as well doing a sort of "Can you top this?" Of like Ricochet hits a high flying move and Montez Ford's like, "That's nice, but check this out." And then she <laughs> does it in six foot. Save that for Mania. Oh yeah, good or point. Do a bang average two and three quarter star here to no heat match to no heat, and then do that. Good idea. Which Wilborn, I have to reiterate, that is a very good idea. And you call me Butter Baby. I'm on a roll. Speaking of saving it for WrestleMania, did you see the picture of Cody Rhodes from the house show with Braun Strowman? Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, if that, like, as, like, Cody Rhodes, top star in weight, in locker room leader, all this sort of stuff, in what I assume was maybe a six or an eight man that Ricochet would have also been involved in, has he done that to bait Ricochet into attempting it at WrestleMania to do the Jerry Lawler chicken fight gag when they're in the showcase? Yes. It's like, someone gets on the Chad, shoulders, Chad and, Chad and Otis, and then, like, Braun's like, go on then, Ricochet, what do you get? And Ricochet <laughs> does it. And he says, get up on my shoulders. He's Cody like... Literally last year's WrestleMania with Rick Boogs. I'd hope not, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good as that sounds, Ricochet's acting would ruin the side gag. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that, that old David Seaman clip where he like pretends to rub his eyes. Get me, I'm gonna get his backs, <laughs> and he can't even do it because he's above it. <laughs> Ow, <laughs> my bloody neck. Uh, who wins? Who gets pinned? Uh, heels win. And Ralpher Academy heels. Ah, this match is useless. No, maybe the baby faces win, uh, mm -hmm. and it's something to do with. Uh, distraction with the maximum male models. Yes, please. Yeah. Whoever the baby faces are, <laughs> Maxime Dupree is going to distract Otis. And you're going to think, they're not going to bloody coexist at WrestleMania and they're going to split up. But if you listen to what must happen at WrestleMania, the podcast dropping later this week, all going well, mm -hmm. I've got a different idea. 
There's a bait and switch it plea. As to, for tonight, not to, you know, trample all over that. For tonight, then, how about uh, the heel team are in control and Ricochet's been laid out and uh, they're like, Chad's like, off you go, big guy. And he goes to do the Caterpillar and Maxine's like, you can't do that. It'll mess up your tan or something like that. And that's what you say for the big peppy WrestleMania potentially. Peppy. Yeah. Um, I also like the idea, because I've just thought of it, uh, of, yeah, obviously maximum male models need to be in and around this match if they're not going to be involved. Uh, this is the one time when I will allow Braun Strowman choo-choo to just absolutely fucking clap <laughs> while saying Mansoir, who maybe even you do the thing of they're not even looking, and there's a way you can shoot this where, let's say Mansoir, because he, I think he's my favourite right now, is looking at himself in a little hand mirror and suddenly sees behind him oh, that's the great. Braun Strowman train coming. That's a very WWE shot, but if they nail that successfully, it looks... You remember it as well, yeah. What's that? Yeah, he just gets close and close to his mirror rather than looking over his shoulder. Turn around, you fucking idiot! The thing with the Braun Strowman choo-choo spot is that it's only Vince McMahon and WWE that makes it stupid. Like, he's massive. When Braun Strowman was just endlessly charming, him running around and just bouldering over six people was great. It was part of the Braun Strowman package. And then at some point, they like added a literal train noise and made him do the choo-choo thing with his arm. And, oh, I hate it now. Fantastic. Yeah. It was fantastic. <laughs> do you remember they were like, okay, but his name's Ricochet, but uh, fans won't get that. Put a Ricochet noise at the yeah, beginning yeah, yeah. of his feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. I liked it when Strowman had the choo-choo train noises when he was on one side of the ring, and then he had to get to the other side. And Shane was calling him stupid in oh promos where he sounded stupid too. Where in promos where he felt like, is he okay? Yeah. <laughs> is is he okay? He's so tired and breathy coming out on stage, isn't he? Aye. <laughs> yeah, stupid, stupid guy. <laughs> Shut up, stupid. It was like my notes of a promo that I can't read. He said like he was just like stupid or something along those lines. Well, that was verbatim what he said. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on to the main event. Uh, not quite to the weigh-in just yet because we have a huge match to look forward to featuring, uh, well, both a couple of fan favourites here at What Culture. Baron Corbin versus Rick Boogs goes down tonight uh, with, I think, the story... I read this, obviously, we don't watch Raw Talk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I read that apparently Corbin's like saying, don't hang out with Elias, hang out with this loser instead, basically. Right. So I don't know what's going on here. This is maybe him trying to prove that he's worthy of mentoring him? <sighs> God, like, bottom of the barrel stuff, isn't it? Well, we've said this, like, it's sometimes unfortunate that you might find yourself in a lower card rival, but the idea is you're supposed to move onwards and upwards. A week before WrestleMania when you know any of the card. It couldn't feel more redundant, like, if it tried. There is no single episode of Raw where this match and this story feels more redundant than this one. Unfortunately, some breadcrumbs for the Andrew, though. Well, aye, I suppose, but... We could share a code 1999 now. That graphic, yeah, that... Or Dave Meltzer in the 80s with his really cool... They did it, that's why. 
That was last year, wasn't it? They put the graphic on the screen when Madcap Moss won. It said Andre, Andrew oh, the Giant winning. Right, okay. Oh, no, we just take the piss out of them. It's oh, right. I thought you were Chris Jericho. Oh, God, no. 1999 slash really mean-spirited 80s Dave Meltzer. <laughs> funny names. Remember his funny nicknames? Yeah. Andre the Giant statue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Junk food dog. Jeez. And so on. Very mean-spirited. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, aye. Elias... Rick Boogs wins, and then Elias yeah. turns on him anyway, and Corbin's like, I told you. No, none of it matters. <laughs> then none of them are winning the Battle Royal either. No, Bobby Lashley's in the fucking thing. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. Bobby Lashley's in it. Who else is in it that LA Knight. possibly should win the card? LA Knight. Is the Anabolic Warrior one? Of Anabolic them? Warrior was another one, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Terrible. Aye. So that, none of these are winning it. Guitar shot? Maybe, maybe somewhere in there. Mustafa Ali and Dolph Ziggler's wacky hijinks can cross over as well. And both stories where now it's going on can overlap. Jesus Christ. Are you going to SmackDown? Huh? Are you going to SmackDown? No. Um, Are you going to one of the best pay-per-views of all time <laughs> on paper? Great. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, man. Hey, uh, you better enjoy uh, me on Drew the Giant. I'm going to suppose I'll have to fill my time with the King of Versus Commander anyway. See you later. <laughs> uh, let's talk about this weigh-in then. Yeah. yeah. Brock Lesnar and Omos. This is going to be amazing. Well, I think the first thing they should do in setting up an awesome all-time weigh-in segment is ask Cody Rhodes for advice. <laughs> yeah. But after they've done that, I want that idiot Paul White to just pick a number. <laughs> pick a number that sounds big. That's basically nine-tenths of your entire career. Oh. How do you not know to do this? I want one of two things here. <laughs> Either. So Either Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar stands on a digital scale, right? And he decides, he's got his, like, um, you know, farmer gear on. And then he just looks at the number and he's like, oh, I'm a big boy. So off it comes and he's wearing, like, one of the sort of, like, bodybuilder thongs and he's Brock Lesnar. Finn Balor flex, all that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. And then Omos gets on and it explodes. Like, some pyro comes out of it. Like, just a cartoonishly stupid stuff. Or... Brock Lesnar has arranged for some equipment to be shipped, shipped from his farm to this raw. And you know those giant scales where you weigh, like, where you weigh dead cows and that? Sorry. Like for the meat market and like almost has to step onto that. So the, this is how we weigh things back in Saskatchewan. Ah. Like that. That's how he's used to weighing things. He didn't realise, despite being a former UFC champion, that a weighing is where you got to get weighed before a fight. He thought it was meat. <laughs> this is Triple H. Uh, Triple H. Vince McMahon, sorry I got them confused. Like, <laughs> legitimately, I did, because they're the same, one and the same, bits of a feather. This is his baby. Yeah. It's little mad old Vince. It's his baby. Right, okay. Give him something to do in book, because he's going to take over the whole thing if we don't appease him mm-hmm. with something <clears throat> on which to feed. This is, on, this is the thing upon which he's feeding, so it's going to be stupid. It's going to be terrible. Hamlet's earnest idea of a good time is also Vince's. As it pertains to wrestling storylines, you are going to get a comedy set of scales. Reinforced scales. Yes. Omos's scales are three times as big. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Like the big show's chair. Yes. I love that big chair. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a big ass. I never made that connection. The idea it. that he'd have to sit on yeah. it. It's not just an <laughs> it's instrument. It's not just a weapon. It's like, I brought this from home. <laughs> Richard. 
<laughs> Get that big ass out like when we put you against Jackie Bono. Size that goddamn thing. <laughs> he fell over. I thought the ring was going to collapse. I still got Batista Triple H next. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be cons, isn't it? That's going to be absolutely bobbins. So you weren't a nappy there, Paul. It's not the first time you shit yourself at WrestleMania. Huh, pal? Ten more years of this. Can you take it? <laughs> Can you take it? Can you take it, Paul? Get out. Get out and quit. Fat f- <laughs> Get out and quit, you fat f- <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you take it? Send it to Ohio. Send it to Ohio and get Rip Rogers to give you a beating. And Mark, get back in bed with me, you. <laughs> Do it. Bitch, you got eight more years. <laughs> anyway, let's say you're also head of the role before WrestleMania on Twitter. At all culture WWE. Well, actually, they can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at Michael Hamflet. Follow Michael Sidgwick at M Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE, as I said. Uh, and make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from. For daily wrestling podcasts, our SmackDown and Rampage reviews are available right now. And our review of this show will drop into your feed as soon as it is released if you subscribe. And don't forget, still time to leave us a five star review review for just to suggest something short, crap, and wrestling related for us to review instead of a god awful segment on tonight's episode of Monday Night Raw. But for now, it's been the Raw preview. My thanks to the Dudley boys, thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.